Hi, friends. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to let you know that if you like what we talk about here on the Belonging Podcast, I think you'll really love my book. It's called Root and Ritual, Timeless Ways to Connect to Land, Lineage, Community, and the Self. And it is available right now wherever books are sold. It is a beautifully illustrated guide to connecting with the earth, your ancestors, and your communities as you come home to your whole self. Though we live in a radically different looking world, the needs of our bodies and spirits are the same as the ancestors we come from. I divide this book into four parts, land, lineage, community, and self, and I take you on a journey for engaging more deeply with your life. I provide stories from my own life and I share rituals, recipes, and ancestral wisdom, journal prompts to support you on your individual and unique and sacred path. You can get more info and bonuses at rootandritualbook.com and pick it up at your favorite bookstore online or in person. Thanks for all your support. It means the world to me. Welcome to Belonging, a podcast that explores how to come home to yourself in the age of loneliness. I'm Becca Piastrelli, your host and guide on a journey of courageous reconnection as we explore topics like ancestral wisdom, cultivating meaningful sisterhood, living with the seasons and cycles of the earth in your body, and what it means to be a good ancestor. Hi, welcome back. It's Becca Piastrelli here. Welcome to another edition of my mini-sodes. And today, I want to talk about failure. Ding. Ouch. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to see myself as imperfect. What are you talking about, Becca? Yeah. Well... From one overcoming perfectionist to another, we got to talk about failure. It's so important because the more we resist looking at the ways we've, quote, failed, the more we're perpetuating a culture of perfectionism. And perfectionism, some people kind of brag about being perfectionist. I see it all the time in popular culture. Like, well, I'm a perfectionist, so I'll just do it until it's perfect. And it's like, I get it. You're trying to say you're a hard worker and you have high standards and you take great care with your creations and you have mastery. That's beautiful. But I am not so down with the um, all hail perfectionist mindset. Because hear me out, perfectionism has a deep tie to the origins of capitalism and patriarchy in our culture. And um, to boil it down to the basics, capitalism is a system of competition, meaning that there's only one winner, and if you're not a winner, you're a what? You're a loser. We have a lame-ass president right now who loves to make fun of people by calling them losers. Yeah, bummer. So no one wants to be known as a loser, right? Because if you're a loser... You don't belong, and we want to belong, right? Belonging equals survival equals love. It's like what we're seeking. 
So if we have a system of winners and losers, everyone wants to be a winner. And so it's created this system of competence being weighed more heavily than learning, than failing your way forward. It's really devastating because it creates a system of lying where people are so afraid of looking wrong or bad that they'll lie. I used to insanely white lie. Oh my gosh, growing up. The, the, I would like, has this ever happened to you where someone says, oh, do you know this thing or this person? And I don't, but I'm so afraid unconsciously of looking, I don't know, incompetent that I go, yeah, 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 I know. And then I think, no, Becca, you don't know. You have no idea what they're talking about. Why did you say that? Makes me think of um, the the movie Garden State and um, Natalie Bortman's character in uh, that movie where she's like, I don't know why I just said that. (laughs) I totally lied to you. It's kind of like that. Like, why do we do that? Why do we do that? Well, we live in a society that values winners competence, but we don't need to just be victims of that because there is an upswell arising, a resistance, a different way of living known as cooperation, collaboration, community. And in that system, in that mindset, one is allowed to learn. One is encouraged to learn. And in order to learn, you got to fuck up. You got to make a mistake. You've got to fail. So I talk about having the courage to fail a lot in my work and in the creative sisterhood. I talk about failure being guaranteed in life. And can we love ourselves? Can we forgive ourselves? Can we be confident in ourselves and have a list of failures in our portfolio of life? Can we? Can you? Can I? Again, it's taken a lot of work a lot of work at looking at failures and seeing what comes up for me. So I was thinking to prepare for this episode, I was thinking about some of my failures of life. There is a lot. And, um, the one that like viscerally came to mind from my formative years was seventh grade. I was 12 and I didn't win the speech contest. And guys, I, was ambitious from the start, competitive, born into this culture. And up until seventh grade speech contest, I didn't not win a lot of things. And so I had an ego attachment to it. And in sixth grade, I won, I swept the speech contest. I won all the awards. I went to the next level and I won that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I walked in cocky. I walked in cocky. To side note, is the origin of cocky have to do with a man's penis? Or does that have to do with a rooster? Hmm. I will look that up and you will know in the show notes, or maybe you know already. Welcome to podcasting for one. Anyways, I walked into the speech contest really confident. And um, I just thought I nailed it. I nailed my speech. I nailed the improv- improvisation part. 
I just had it down. And then the award ceremony came and literally I did that thing. If you ever saw Taylor Swift at the Grammys, which she thought she won best album, but she didn't where she was like about to stand up. And then she realized it wasn't her. And she sat back down. That was me. I literally, it was someone I went by Rebecca back then. I think it was like Robert. And I was like, oh, that's not me. And I literally ran to the bathroom and sobbed. And my mom had to come get me out. And in the whole ride home, I was I was crying. And she was pretty annoyed with me. She was like, get it together, girl. This stuff happens. But I remember what was happening inside my body, which was like, I am not good enough for this world. That was the sensation. Like it was rolling waves of disappointment and shock and feelings of rejection, like intense, intense feelings. And I got over it and um, it was an important moment for me. It humbled me in so many ways, but that feeling, those waves of like feelings of rejection and worthiness and not good enoughness, that has still happened to me. It continues to happen to me. And it's something I pay attention to. And I put in the frame of, oh, I'm having a lagging symptom of being a recovering perfectionist in a society of capitalism. And I'm working through this hard moment. I mean, when I started my business, um, I started this as a blog called The Dabblist. Maybe some of you have been with me since then. I've changed a lot since then, as you know. Uh, and it started as a blog. It's a passion project um, and quickly turned into something I wanted to create a business out of. I wanted to leave my corporate job, which I did probably prematurely, but I had an amazing husband and a level of privilege that allowed me to. And um, I just thought, I'm going to make this a business immediately. I'm going to make $100,000 in a day kind of a mindset. Blind ambition. It's important in entrepreneurship and humbling. Anyways, I'd say I had at least five offerings go out into the world. Something where I was offering to the I was offering something, a service or a program or a product in exchange for money that one might consider flopped. It depends on what your standards were, but I had really high standards. I had really high goals and I never met them. And uh, devastation was a good term for that. Um, failure, those rolling waves of disappointment and, and just questioning my own worthiness as a human being. It was on that level. And I know some of you can totally feel me right now where it's like, oh, when I come across my own imperfection, it's, it's just really hard to stomach. It's just really hard to stomach. And I'm here to tell you that I've survived many failures and I continue to struggle from time to time with them. And they're such teachers. They're such teachers for all of us. I mean, I've, I've kept going. That's one thing. I've kept going through it all. Think about, I want you to think about all the times you've quote failed. And I say quote failed because it's like failure according to who, buddy. And what has it been a teacher for you for? What has it been a way shower for you for? Is that the correct grammar? What has it shown the way to? Perhaps that's better. 
How has failure helped you along your journey as a stand for a more collaborative, cooperative, communal society of liberated individuals who belong? I'm going to leave that there. Thank you for listening. If you want to talk about it more, hit me up on Instagram at Becca Piastrelli. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I know your time is sacred, and I hope this episode infused some inspiration and meaning into your day. For show notes, links, and references from this episode, you can go to belongingpodcast.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to Belonging on Apple Podcasts, and if you have a moment, leave a review. This helps my little podcast reach more listeners, and I would be ever so grateful.